in a world where frauds and scams can be disguised as legitimate opportunities and anyone can be a self-proclaimed business expert. Who do you trust? Before you invest time or money, listen in to make sure your business is in the clear. Welcome to the In the Clear podcast. I am your host, Justin Reckla. And today, today we're going to switch things up a little bit. Today, we're going to get down into the nitty gritty, some of the details of uh, business. Our guest today is Tony Sanders. Tony is, uh, he's, he's really, he's out on a mission to change the way uh, things are done. And, and from the family perspective, you know, his, his talking points are on the power of the father's voice, the power of fatherhood, the, the, the power that uh, fathers play in family and business and life in general. Um, and so I'm really super excited to have uh, Tony on the show today because he brings a different insight that uh, I believe today is, is often overlooked uh, when you break things down to the family level. So, Tony, welcome to the show. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. So, Tony, tell us, tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and, and what you're doing. Absolutely. I'll be happy to. Justin, I am um, an author. Also, I'm a coach and consultant. And um, I am privileged to, to um, own a couple of businesses, small businesses that I use to not only uh, meet needs and provide services um, for our community, but also to um, provide employment opportunities and training opportunities for those who might be considered marginalized or disenfranchised. Um, so I got my hands in, in several different pots. I happen to also be a pastor of a church and um, man, just doing a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you, one of your books that you've written is called Daddy Talks. It's empowering fathers, encouraging children and equipping families. Um, Talk to me a little bit more about your um, mission to help empower fathers around the globe. Absolutely. One of the organizations that, I, that I'm privileged to give leadership to is an organization by the name of Family First, A Call to Action. And part of the mission of Family First is to uh, repair families and restore families. And what I've noticed in working with so many different families, and of course the statistics um, prove and, and bear witness, that there is an epidemic when it comes to fatherlessness. So one of the ways and or one of the objectives of helping to restore that family is helping to repair relationship with fathers to help fathers get re-engaged um, in the lives of their children. And um, so uh, I'm working on um, books, of course, and resources and training, parenting classes, curriculum, you name it, whatever we can do to come alongside that father and empower them and encourage them um, we, we're doing just that. I absolutely love it. I think, um, I think you're spot on. I think one of the things that um, we've seen over the last 10, 15, 20 years uh, is kind of, um, you know, as, as a whole, as a society, we've gotten into this uh, mechanical way of being that, you know, um, you know, parents leave the house and go to work nine to five and come home and we see our kids from, you know, six o'clock to eight o'clock at night and maybe on the weekends and, and all those kinds of things. And so it's really, uh, and then you throw in, then you throw in the mix of things like the internet and uh, all sorts of kinds of uh, the things that allow us to disconnect um, and then, of course, there's the whole conversation around, like you said, fathers being absent from uh, 
their from their kids' lives. Um, you know, that's had a huge impact on society over the last uh, ten to fifteen years. And 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 I got, I'm going to be just straight transparent here is is that. I, you know, I come from, uh, my first marriage was, uh, you know, ended up in divorce and I got divorced when I was, uh, when my, my kids were, uh, six years old and eight years old. And I, I went away. I went to Iraq for a year. I took a job overseas in Iraq because it's the only place I could find, uh, find work in the counterintelligence field. And so I know what that feels like to be a father that wasn't able to be there all the time because of the work situation. Um, how, how does that, how, how do you, how do you help fathers uh, manage those, um, those, those issues that come up for them? Well, there is a, a general approach that um, is a little bit more um, applicable and or universal to perhaps any situation, but I would say 90% of the time it is, is tailored. You know, every family's um, situation and dynamics is, is, is a bit different. Um, so there's a, a simple way of answering that question, but to be fair, um, you know, most families, there's that tailoring and there's that, you know, that, that, um, that personal relationship where we learn the nuances of what's going on and help them to uh, address their issues in a very um, practical way. But anyway, I, I I, I, what you just said, they just that gave me chills. Um, it literally just gave me chills because I, I, I have to agree. Um, I don't think there is could be, I don't think there can be a cookie cutter solution to to those types of issues that come up. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there are some universal principles and um, and practical things that can be done to help families. But for the most part, since we are all unique, I mean, every, you know, 7 billion people on the face of this earth, and uh, we all have very unique and distinctive fingerprints. And uh, just use that analogy and respect that analogy. Every family, every household has its own unique fingerprint, if you will. And so learning that family and the dynamics and the nuances of that family, um, the approach would be different in each situation. But in a universal sense, you know, I would say some of the basic things is, is um, helping the father um, to understand that fatherhood um, both is a responsibility and um, not only is it a responsibility, it is something that um, is expected. It, you know, they, they don't have a choice. Just because they and the mother of the child are no longer together um, does not make them exempt from being involved and engaged in the, in the life of that child. Yeah, it's a absolutely. and it's a right. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah, my I've been I've been blessed to have a uh, have a really neat relationship with both my older children, and um, you know my my oldest my oldest now is twenty one, uh, and my 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 oldest daughter is uh, seventeen. Uh, you know, and I've been able to build a really really neat relationship with them over the last, you know, decade or so, ever since their mom and I uh, separated. And, um, you know, it is uh, such a, you know, we're seeing more and more of the, the, the topics, especially the ones that, you're, you, that you focus on in the news of, um, you know, the, the empowering the father to uh, take full responsibility for, you know, how they show up in their kids' lives moving forward. And, 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 you know, I've talked to a lot of different people that, um, you know, talk to, you know, that take the position that, uh, fathers are typically the ones that are left in the dark when it comes to divorce situations. 
Um, how do you how do you how do you address those kinds of situations when you when you come up on a client or a situation to where the the father feels like they were um, left behind or left in the dark? How how do you assist those kinds of uh, situations? Well, um, you know, again, in in, in um, learning the dynamics of the uh, of the of the family and understanding why the father was not there in the first place. Um, is very important because it gives us an opportunity to sit down and talk through those things. I think a lot of the a lot of the coaching that takes place and coaching the father to get back involved in the life of that family requires some family consulting. And so in sitting down and understanding, uh, you know, having a clear overview of what are the issues, why was not the father there in the first place? and working through those things. Sometimes it requires the consulting um, angle to focus on forgiveness. You know, whether it's the father forgiving, you know, someone in the household or someone in the household forgiving the father. Um, sometimes it requires to us to deal with hard and painful topics whereby you may find a situation that occurred in the household that was damaging and destructive. So it's once again just kind of working through those different dynamics. I I love love that approach in in understanding with the 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 big thing that um, you touched on there for me was the forgiveness piece. Um, you know that was something that I worked through myself when uh, I was going through the divorce situation and being in Iraq and just the amount of guilt and stuff that that brought for me as a father. Um, and you know, that, that forgiveness piece, not of only self, but of the situation and of the circumstances and all those things, I think it is so, so important to, um, our personal growth as men, our personal growth as fathers and to be able to, um, you know, play that for, um, for our children and showing that, how they can integrate that uh, forgiveness piece for themselves as well. Yes, sir. Indeed. And, you know, when you have situations where there is divorce, uh, you know, depending on how that the separation of the family occurred and took place, there can be a lot of, a lot of damage there, a lot of repair, a lot of healing. And sometimes the children um, take ownership or they take on the, the, the brunt of, um, and or the responsibility. They think sometimes it's their fault. You know, daddy left because of me or mommy left because of me or because I wasn't a good kid or whatever. Um, sometimes they own that and um, it just causes um, a great deal of repair uh, because of the destruction and the damage that has been caused by divorce. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I absolutely agree. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are talking to uh, Tony Sanders. Tony is a, an author, a coach, and a, and a minister who's on a mission to help, uh, help enlighten and empower uh, fathers across the globe. Uh, Tony, we, uh, where, where can our listeners go to find out more about you? They can go to uh, our website, daddytalks.org. Daddy Talks is plural, D-A-D-D-Y-T-A-L-K-S.org. Also, you can find me on Facebook. Um, the uh, social media handle that I use is Revy Rev 402. That's R-E-V-Y-R-E-V 402. So you can find me there on Facebook. Um, Daddy Talks has a, a, a Facebook presence. Um, also um, on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat under Revy Rev uh, 402. So quite a few places. 
Fantastic. Again, we're talking to Tony Sanders with Daddy Talks. Uh, this is the In the Clear podcast. And when we get back, we're going to talk to Tony a little bit further about uh, some of the tips that he has for fathers out there uh, and what that looks like to really step into a uh, role of empowerment as a father. So stay tuned. Are you an entrepreneur who speaks at conferences? Have you attended a conference and seen someone on stage you know is guilty of bad business practices? If you want to stand out from the crowd and give your prospective clients peace of mind, then make sure your business is in the clear directory. All of our members operate in transparency and are screened annually for frauds and scams. Stand out from the crowd and get in the clear directory. Visit clearbusinessdirectory.com forward slash join to sign up today. Welcome back to the In the Clear podcast. I'm your host, Justin Reckla, and today we are talking to Tony Sanders of Daddy Talks, who's on a mission to help empower fathers from around the globe. He's a, a, a coach, a mentor, an entrepreneur, uh, and I think probably the, I would say his, his most important role is that he's the father of five and has been married for the last 23 years. So uh, having five children, I think yeah, that makes you definitely more than qualified to, uh, um, you know, talk about the the what it means to be a father. Uh, so Tony, what, what does, um, what is your primary focus for, for 2018? My primary focus for 2018 uh, would be to continue to uh, make resources available, uh, not only to families in the big sense, um, but specifically to fathers and specifically to mothers and then also working with youth. One of the things that I did not mention, Justin, is through Family First, I also have a division that works specifically with young people um, who find themselves on the wrong side of the law or caught up in the system, whether it's the HHS um, being wards of the state or being placed into uh, foster care and, and those type of situations, or whether it's youth that have found themselves um, committing crimes and offenses, status offenses with juvenile court. So we offer programs and services where the judges oftentimes will either defer um, a kid's case or there will be, um, you know, some um, restorative justice and or alternative sentencing, sentencing um, options that would be extended to the families. So I would, the, the approach for 2018 would be continue to offer those services and resources um, in those specific areas. The umbrella family. I love that. Absolutely love that. And, um, and I worked in the criminal justice system for about two and a half years before I joined the military and started off my career path that led me to counterintelligence. And uh, I worked with a lot of those juveniles in the systems. Uh, and one of the biggest, biggest uh, common denominators that I saw was the um, was the fatherhood piece you know, the lack of the, the miss, the, the father was missing or the father was a role model and such that the child was just repeating the same, beha uh, same patterns of behavior that the father was. Um, and so I, I, I absolutely love the mission that you are on right now. Um, and I'm super excited to, uh, to share this, this interview with our, with our listeners, because I think it is so important um, that, as men, we take full responsibility for how we're showing up in our families' lives and our kids' lives. We know that that, that, that has a huge impact. Um, so what, what are some of the tips that you have for, for, uh, for fathers that may be struggling or dealing with some of that guilt themselves? How, how can they step up and empower themselves to, to do better? 
That's a great question, Justin, and it's a question that's often asked um, by fathers who are wanting to do something. Um, they've been away for a while and they're trying to find a way to get back involved and engage in the life of the child and or their children, but it's not always an easy process. So, you know, 10 um, simple tips that I oftentimes extend to fathers that um, in most instances are applicable universal. As I mentioned earlier, um, in, in most of the families we work with, there is a tailored approach. Um, but some of the most um, universal principles and tips I would say is number one, to be patient. A situation that has happened and or that has caused a family to be split and or splintered um, is in most instances, um, a situation that has caused some degree of devastation and or damage. And that being the case, it's not going to repair or be healed overnight. So one has to be patient. Uh, one has to take their time because healing family takes time. So number one, I would say to be patient. Number two, I would also say and encourage fathers to be purposeful. Nothing of significance happens in life without intentionality. And so it requires a person to be purposeful and to make certain that they're being strategic in their approach. Um, because of whatever the circumstances might be that has caused the devastation and the damage and or the destruction of that relationship and or the family, um, it may require that that father take baby steps and um, just and, and be very uh, methodic and strategic in working his way back in the life of that child. Let's take an, uh, let's use an example where a father has been gone for five years or 10 years out of the life of that child. Or when the father left, the child was a baby. So the child has not had the opportunity or the privilege of growing up with the father involved and engaged in their life. So now all of a sudden, 10 years or 15 years later, and this child is a preteen or a teenager, and now you have this father that comes into the picture and now wants to demonstrate his authority, that's not always easily welcome. So you have yeah. to be patient and you have to be purposeful and be sensitive to the situation. I would say the third tip is to be present. When you are there and involved in the life of that child, be there in the now. Sometimes, um, you know, because of the awkwardness and or because it's so new to some parents, um, you may find fathers or mothers for that matter, but fathers who has um, an opportunity to spend time with that child, but they don't know what to do. And yeah. so maybe they just turn the TV on or turn a movie on, you know, or something like that. And, you know, the child is maybe wanting some conversation. Maybe the child is wanting to share some highlights of their life. But because the father may be busy doing things around the house or maybe working at home or maybe trying to handle some other business, they're not really present. I'll give you a prime example. Just the other night, uh, we had a house full of people. Um, on Sundays, uh, we like to uh, you know, invite um, our immediate and extended family sometimes over and we have family dinner and just enjoy one another's presence. Oh. But my youngest daughter, who is 17, who happens to have an interest in writing, very talented and gifted, might I ask, add, um, she had written some poems. And in the midst of everyone being busy, she wanted um, her mother and she wanted me to read her poem. Well, we're cooking and we're engaging in a relationship, but something grabbed a hold of me um, as I looked into her eyes, she needed me to be present right there at that moment. Um, uh -huh. Even though there were justifiable reasons that drew me away, she needed me to be present and engaged in that moment. What I'm suggesting, Justin, is that um, fathers have to understand 
um, and be able to discern when everything else is on hold, placed on hold, and when they ought to put their focus and attention and be there in the present. Number four, I would say to be positive. Regardless of how negative, situa negative the situation might be, you have to be positive. Even though you may not um, be received and may, and may not be a positive um, welcome from the child because of however you departed, be positive. I would also say be proactive. You know, as much as you can think through scenarios before you find yourself face to face with those scenarios, um, the more successful or the, the likelihood of success um, there might be. But then if I might shift, um, these next five um, would be affirming and or be loving. Um, oh. To show love and affirmation toward that child um, goes a long way. Also be available and also be accessible. And those are two different and distinct things for me. To be available means that, uh, you know, the child, uh, you know, knows that you are there whenever they need you. To be accessible is to actually show up. Um, oh. you know, and, 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 and there are means and or ways that they can always access you. One of the things that I, I uh, told my children at a young age, involved in community work and all types of things um, in the social arena, and it requires me to be in quite a few meetings. But I wanted my children to know that even though um, I might be busy, I'm always accessible. So if they and reached out to me, uh, my staff was instructed to contact me and to pull me out the meeting if my children needed me. Now, of course, there's some, you know, some teaching in that, you know, asking them to respect the fact that I am at work um, you know, are involved in something that may be important, but them to know that that's not important, more important than they are. Um, so yeah. if they did need me, I was always accessible. And then the last two, be actively engaged and then be accountable slash um, being consistent. These are just um, the top 10 um, fatherhood tips that I extend to fathers all around. And um, it seems to be working. I, I love it. And well, those are, those are solid, solid points. And um, what I love about that first is, is I think the underlying tone to that is, is that the father has to have to want that drive and desire to be present in their child's life and have that love, have that level of awareness that they have uh, so they can be present. And I think that's one of the things that um, in one of our, in our other business that we see a lot of people dealing with is that they, they don't have that presence of mind uh, easily distracted, you know, that they're caught on the hamster wheel of life and their nine to five job. And I know as, I know as guys that it can get really, really easy to get caught up on the muck and the mire of the, of day-to-day -day activities and work and business and relationships and all those kinds of things. Uh, relationship is a verb. It takes action, it takes presence, and it requires, uh, like you said, like you identify, you nailed it, uh, identifying, you know, having that presence of mind to be with uh, your, be with your kids. And, and that even extends to, you know, to our wives and our girlfriends and, and what that looks like as well. And I think when we can stay present, our relationships in and of themselves are so much better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you hit it on the head. This, these are good relationship tips, period, regardless of what the nature of the relationship is. So whether it's between a, a man and a woman, a husband and wife, a boyfriend and girlfriend, or a father and their child, or a mother and their child, um, these are, are just good principles that can be implemented. 
Absolutely. And, and Tony, I'm going to, I want to make sure I introduce you to, to uh, my wife and her business team. Uh, as, as I, I know that you would be a phenomenal uh, fit for conversations on, on some of her podcasts. She's got two or three different shows. I, I think what you're talking about here is huge. And I, and one, your energy is, um, is, is, is awesome. And is so needed in the realm of manhood today and what that looks like to be to be a, uh, an active father uh and so i want to make sure uh we, we were able to get you out there and, and share with our listeners and, and just find ways to work together because you what you're doing is so so important so can you share with our listeners uh where they can find you again absolutely i can be found um daddy talks has his own website what website excuse me um daddy talks um dot org daddy talks d-a-d-d-y t-a-l-k-s you can go there and find out more information about the work that we're doing with the Fatherhood Initiative. You can also order the book, um, Daddy Talks, um, Empowering Fathers, Encouraging Children and Equipping Families there um, on that website. I also can be found on social media. My social media handle for Snapchat and Instagram and Twitter and Facebook um, is RevyRev402, R-E-V-Y-R-E-V. And then of course, Daddy Talks has its own Facebook page as well. And Justin, I, I thank you and, and, and definitely welcome the opportunity to share on your wife's um, podcast and having a um, conversation with her. I'm happy to announce that um, this year on Mother's Day, Mother's Day weekend, I will, I will be releasing Mommy Talks. I've had quite a few mothers who have approached me and asked um, for advice on um, raising and engaging, interacting with their children, but more specifically, mothers raising sons single-handedly oh. that's going to come pretty soon here good stuff well we'll look forward to it and tony i look forward to staying connected uh and you know and staying connected throughout 2018 and and helping you get the word out on that uh, on your mission so uh again we've been talking to tony sanders the uh founder and creator of daddy talks you can find him at all of his social media links as well. You'll, you'll see those in, uh, inside the podcast. So with that, Tony, thank you so much for being on the show, and I look forward to staying connected. Thank you so much, Justin. You have a wonderful day. You too. And until next time, folks, make sure anybody that you get involved with is in the clear, and make sure you're clear yourself. Take care, folks. If you or your business has been ripped off by a fraud or scam, visit InTheClearPodcast.com and let us know.